Hello and welcome to the You're an Asset podcast. I'm your host, Casey the Dollar. On this podcast, we find out who's an asset in the financial industry and who is just an ass. But on today's show, we're not going to be calling out any asses. We will be talking about an asset. Not so much a who, but a what. It happens to be the asset that inspired this entire show. The asset that I'm talking about has been mentioned a few times on our episodes. You might be able to guess what it is. Today, we're going to be talking about the IUL. The asset that is trending on TikTok that inspired me to start a company that inspired this podcast and has got so many people confused, intrigued, interested, you name it. So today, I want to go over the foundations of an IUL. What's an IUL? How does it work? How can you get one? You know, how is it different from whole life, from term insurance, from variable universal life? There's so many different types of insurance out there, and we're going to focus on the IUL. So it'll help to do a little comparison as well. I often start off my uh, social media videos with, what's an IUL? How does it work? I'm going to break it down for you right now. And I literally am going to break it down for you. So let's start with the I of the IUL. The I stands for index, and when we're talking about life insurance, means that we're mimicking a market index, or we're tracking the growth of market indexes, like the S&P 500, for example. Now, the U in IUL stands for universal, and this is a life insurance term for flexible throughout life. What's flexible in regards to a cash value life insurance policy like the IUL is the amount of money that goes into the policy on either a monthly, yearly, quarterly, or semi-annual basis. Now, the L. The L stands for life insurance. And this is a very important part of the IUL because sometimes the IUL has been confused with investments. And the IUL is not an investment. It is a cash value life insurance policy. It is more so a product than an investment. Now. Because the L stands for life insurance, we are purchasing a death benefit when we get an IUL. We're also going to be offered extra health care benefits by purchasing an IUL. And then, of course, we're going to accumulate a cash value within our policy. So altogether, an indexed universal life insurance policy is a policy that gives you a permanent death benefit. There'll be a death benefit over your head that protects you in case of major illness or injury protects your family in case you pass away, and simultaneously allowing you to benefit off the growth of our economy. The IUL can almost be looked at as a way to invest the rest when you purchase insurance. There is this common term called buy term and invest the rest. And the IUL was actually supposed to take place of this strategy because an IUL offered the permanent insurance coverage, meaning you never needed a new term policy, and you are allowed to accumulate your wealth and protect your wealth. So not only does the IUL protect your wealth and protect your family, it's also going to come with these living benefits, a critical chronic and terminal illness rider that depending on your health rating, they're just worked into your policy. Now, a 
critical illness might be like a bad car accident. A chronic illness would be like Alzheimer's and a terminal illness would be anything terminal. So your policy accumulates funds for you, which we'll talk about. And then it also offers these living benefits that if you were to have a serious illness or injury, a portion of the death benefit that you purchased when you got the policy would be transferred to you personally to help cover medical expenses. Let's say you get in a bad car accident, you qualify to use the living benefits, you have this large death benefit hanging over your head, they're going to give you a portion of it, cover your medical expenses, do what you need to do, pay your bills. These things can be life-saving. I've done a lot of research on Americans who have to sell their home or liquidate an asset like a 401k in order to be able to cover medical expenses. And which makes living benefits with these permanent insurance policies so valuable that I wish everybody had some living benefits on them. It's another reason why I talk about the IUL so much. So there's that piece of these permanent insurance policies. But let's go back and talk about the cash value and how we are earning interest inside these policies. So I said that the contribution into the policy was flexible. And it is. As you're contributing money to your IUL, Let's say, let's use an example here of $500 a month. $500 a month you're contributing into your IUL. And every time you do that, a portion of the money is going to pay the cost of insurance. And the other portion is going to go sit in your cash value and wait to earn interest. Now, how do you make sure that the portion going towards the cost of insurance is the smallest portion? You have to work with a specialized agent who sets up your policy so that the $500 a month that you're paying is buying you the least amount of death benefits so you have the most cash accumulation. So working with an agent can help you accomplish this strategy. Of course, my company, Power3 Financial, is a hub of multiple specialized agents. So each month you're contributing money, a portion goes to pay the fees, and the other portion is going to your cash value. Throughout the year, you're not earning interest. You're waiting for interest to be credited once at the end of the year or at your policy anniversary. Your policy is credited based on the indexes that the funds are allocated to. The new principal or the new value of your policy is locked in and we start over again next year. We contribute funds every month, every year. A portion goes to the cash value. A portion goes to pay the cost of insurance. We are credited interest, new value of the policy, locked in, we start over. That crediting and locking in feature that's happening is called an annual reset provision. The annual reset provision says that every time that you earn interest in your policy, that amount locked in can't be taken away from you. This is very different than how traditional retirement accounts work, right? You have a 401k, you contribute into it all year, you earn interest, and next year, you see a 10% decrease in your policy. Those gains that you earned last year don't matter. Not locked in. They are not yours to keep. Anything can happen, which is why the IUL can be so special because of the annual reset provision. Now, if I stay with my same example of $500 a month going into a policy, if you're working with a specialized agent again, which is key to making sure your policy is set up correctly. Typically, $500 a month, which is six grand a year, purchases $100,000 of death benefit. And over time, when you contribute that six grand per year, your death benefit is going to increase. Why is it going to increase? Well, 
It's because that specialized agent that you're working with set up your policy with an increasing death benefit or possibly a return of premium death benefit option. This means that we started out with the minimum amount of death benefit coverage. And then as you contribute and as your policy gains value, like those years when you're credited, the size of your death benefit also increases. Now, other agents might use a level death benefit option. And if you have a level death benefit, that means you did not start off with the minimum amount of coverage. And when you contribute that $500, a larger portion of your money is going to the death benefit and not your cash value because you didn't start off with the minimum, right? So now, if you are looking to purchase an index universal life insurance policy and you're not working with Power3 Financial, you really want to know what that death benefit option is and why the agent you're working with is choosing it. I won't lie that I've never used a level death benefit before. I have. But it's very particular cases. Usually the client is much older or has a lot of money that he's putting into these policies, say $100,000 a year or more. So special cases, a level death benefit is going to be okay. But if you're like me, average, average age, average hell, average money, (laughs) then we're going to put in whatever's comfortable for us. And we want that minimum death benefit so that we can maximize cash accumulation. Now, that's the death benefit options. That is a little bit of how the money going into the policy is used. But how are we earning interest and how is the policy actually growing? I mentioned that we're tracking market indexes or we're following the growth of our economy. But what does that really mean? Each individual insurance carrier, which Side note, you want to be working with a carrier who has an A-plus rating in the industry and specializes in IULs, meaning they don't sell other types of cash value life insurance like whole life or variable. They just sell IULs. That way you know that they are specializing in that product and they have, most likely they have really good competitive product features. (laughs) If I can get the words. Now, each carrier is going to offer let's say, between three and 10 different index options. One of these options is most likely going to be the S&P 500. And you're probably going to have variations of the S&P 500 to choose from. There's also going to be indexes like the NASDAQ, Barclays, Fidelity, the Russell 2000, and my personal favorite, the fixed account. Now, Power3 Financial... We use a strategy where we allocate money to four different places, one of them being that fixed account, one of them being an S&P 500 and an S&P 500 variation. You're working with an agent. You have these indexes to choose from. It's very typical that an agent will recommend, hey, let's put 100% of the money into the S&P 500. And while this is not a bad choice, it's just statistically the chances of earning interest in any given year are 75%, which means we have a 25% chance that we're going to earn nothing in any given year. I don't like these odds. I would much rather use the statistic that says if we allocate to three different indexes, we're going to earn on average 95% of the time, meaning our years only have a 5% chance of earning nothing. Which reminds me that we do need to talk about how you could only earn nothing and talk about the 0% floor. So we'll rewind to that here in a second. But index options. So we're going to choose at least three. 
we're going to choose a S&P 500, a variation, and let's choose the Russell 2000. So we allocate money to all three of these indexes. We're going to go 20% to the S&P, 20% to the next S&P, 20% to the Russell, and 40% into the fixed account. So now we have four different places where we have money. Let's start with the fixed account. The fixed account earns a guaranteed interest rate. It could be anywhere from 2% to 5%. Right now, I'm using a fixed interest rate of 3%. The majority of my clients have between 20 and 40% of their money that goes into their IUL every year, earning a guaranteed 3% interest rate. Why? Because they're putting their money into insurance, and insurance is supposed to be reliable, consistent, and safe. Why are we going to risk 100% of the money when we could risk a portion of it and make sure the other portion earns no matter what? So 40% into the fixed account earns 3% guaranteed. The other 60% of the money is tracking the S&P, which is historical, and the Russell, which is also historical. So 60% of our money has an opportunity to earn well over 7 to 8% interest in the other portion, guaranteed. This is how I set up my clients. This is how Power3 Financial sets up their clients. This is not a general strategy for index universal life insurance policies. If you want to work with someone who recommends these strategies, who is knowledgeable about index allocations, you need to go check out power3financial.com. So the index allocations, there are other features or things we need to be aware of when we're choosing indexes. Indexes are going to have caps, participation rates, spread rates, and all of these things make a big difference when we're thinking about how we earn interest. So I'm going to use indexes that I use in real time. I talked about the fixed account already. So the S&P 500, one of the S&P 500 indexes that I use for my clients has a 9.3% cap. A cap means that we can't earn any more than the cap. So if the S&P 500 returns 10% in any year, we're only going to earn 9.3. Some might say that this is not the best or they don't like this idea of caps. And I would like to give some insight on why caps are good and why we like caps when it comes to cash value life insurance. So you have to think about the insurance carrier as a business. The insurance carrier has to make money too. If they're making money, you're making money. If you're making money, they're making money. It's a two-way street. This is how it goes. So when you go into business with an insurance carrier and you get a cash value life insurance policy, both parties are benefiting. You are benefiting because you're getting to track the S&P 500 and benefit off of its growth without actually putting your money into the market. And the insurance company is going to benefit because they're going to say, hey, we're going to allow you to earn 9.3%, but that extra 0.7, when it goes up to 10%, we're going to keep that. We need that to keep the business running, to keep policies maintained, to keep offering the death benefit. You name it, they have to make money too. They're going to get that 0.7% on all of the policies they have active, while all of their clients got to get in 9.3. So that's a cap, right? Some caps are going to be higher than 9.3%. I've seen caps 
at 12. Again, this is knowledge that I have based on products that I work with. The S&P variation, the next index that I would use is called an S&P with spread. With spread is sort of like margin. If you're not familiar with either, it goes like this. The S&P 500 returns 25%. The spread rate with this index is 7.5. That means whenever you earn interest, you're going to be credited 17.5%. The S&P 500 returned 25%. The index allocation had a spread rate of 7.5. You subtract that, the policy owner, you, you get credited 17.5% interest that year. Now, the next index. The Russell 2000 has a bit lower of a cap. It's around an 8.3% cap. But every year that it returns more than 8.3 or 8.3, we get 8.3. So it's capped at 8.3%. Now, the Russell and the S&P with a cap are historic indexes. On average, they return that 8.3 or 9.3% 7 out of 10 years. So 7 out of 10 years, you're getting a return of over 8%. And hopefully... You're allocated to an index like a spread index that's going to get you that 17.5. And then underneath it all, just for good measure, you have 40% of your money earning a guaranteed 3%. On average, your IUL is earning about 8% per year. So some people might say, Ugh, 8%, I could earn so much more being in the market. I could go to crypto. I could go to real estate. You're right. You could earn more doing something else. However, what other investment out there is going to say, you know what, if the market crashes, your investment portfolio, it'll stay the same. You won't lose. If the market crashes, there's a housing crisis, the value of your home, not going to change. I bet you can't find that out there. So does the IUL have something like this? You're damn right it does. The IUL has a 0% floor. So all these years that we're talking where you earn 8%, you earn 9.3, you earn 12.5. Worst case scenario, the market crashes. We see a negative 38% crash just like in 2008. And your money inside your cash value life insurance policy, inside your IUL, is safe, protected, 0% floor. When you're contributing your money into this policy, a small portion of it is going to have that 0% floor. It's one of the benefits of having an insurance policy like this is that in 2008, when that happened to everybody else, if the majority of your money was in your policy, you didn't lose anything. You didn't have to wait four years for your funds to come back to you for you to earn everything back. You just hung tight and stayed the same. You didn't see a negative return. And not to mention, you had access to that money. You had access to it. It didn't lose. And the whole entire world was panicking. I'm actually reading a book right now that talks about how in the Great Depression after that, Walt Disney, J.C. Penney, McDonald's, they all used cash value life insurance policies to keep their business going, to further fund their business, to expand their business because the economy wasn't great. However, because these people had money in their cash value life insurance policies, they had money to access and they had interest rates that they could access that were lower than what the bank was offering. So now let's talk about those interest rates for your life insurance policy, right? This information is not general. 
this information is specific to the products that I work with and that Power3 Financial has access to. If you want these features that I'm about to mention, make sure that you reach out. You can get in contact with all of us at power3financial.com or on our social media pages. But the interest rates. So my clients right now, years one through five of their IULs, they have access to their cash value at a fixed 2.75% interest rate. Right now, if you went out to a bank or you went out to get a loan from any institution, you're not going to find anything lower than 2.75%. I'm actually in the process of trying to get a mortgage and the mortgage interest rate was around 9%. If I had that same money in my cash value life insurance policy, I wouldn't need to go to the bank. I would just borrow from myself at 2.75%, which is astronomically low compared to what's going on in the world right now. Now, that's years one through five. Imagine if you already had your policy for longer than that, because on year six, the fixed interest rate goes down to a one and a half percent interest rate. So you can borrow your money at a one and a half percent interest rate while other people are getting drained by interest right now. Now, one and a half percent sounds really good. However, I'm going to make it better. Because, again, insurance carriers that I'm working with, these products that I have that I'm putting my clients in, year six comes along, interest changes to a 1.5% fixed rate. And if you're allocated to a specific index, then on year six, when the interest rate goes down to 1.5%, we will now offer you a net zero cost loan, sometimes called a wash loan. Now, what, how does that work? Well, you take out money at one and a half percent. The interest from the loan is going to accrue all year, right? It accrues all year. However, at the end of the year, the insurance company is going to credit it all back to you. Then if you haven't paid the loan off, it accrues all year again. Insurance company credits you back. It accrues again. They credit you back. And this cycle goes on and on as long as the loan is outstanding. So you net zero interest while you take those loans. This is a very intriguing idea. It is the safest way to get money out of your IUL. However, for my business owners, my high net wealth individuals, my people that are wanting to be their own bank as soon as possible um, when they get one of these policies, while the standard fixed interest rate is safe, it's minimal, it's great, the participating fixed interest rate is way better. The participating fixed interest rate can sometimes be referred to as an alternate loan. The alternate loan, the participating fixed loan, basically the money used to loan you the money gets to sit and participate in the growth of the index options. Example, you pull out six grand at a 5% interest rate. The interest to get that loan is $300. That $300 sits in your account value and earns interest. Your policy earns 8% interest that year. That $300 earned itself back. That money now increased the value of your policy. And when you earn interest on the entire value of your policy next year, you just earned it on more money, all because you decided to leverage your cash value. That is called paying interest to earn more interest, something that the rich have been doing for a long time. 
and something that middle America seems to think is absolutely impossible when all it takes is buying one of these cash value life insurance policies, working with a specialized knowledgeable agent and having somebody teach you how it's done. You don't have to think about these policies like, man, I'll only be able to borrow if I have, you know, 50 grand in there or half a million dollars in there. Absolutely not. I have clients right now who've built up a cash value with 10 grand, five grand, and they're pulling out money. They're pulling out a loan. They're going to pay it back. Some people have the idea to build up their cash value life insurance policy or their IUL just to be able to go and pull out a loan to put it into cryptocurrency to hopefully make a big gain off of it, you know, off of 500 bucks. And that is the idea here. I am not looking for real estate investors and business owners who have hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars and trying to teach them this. My main goal was to teach middle America that you can do this on a small scale. Pull out a thousand bucks when you need it to fix your car and put it back. Guess what? You just increase the value of your policy. Now you're going to earn more money next year inside your account. Like that is what we're doing here. This is not a podcast to find out who helps rich people the most. This is this is a podcast to find out who's helping your everyday people really figure out what financial tools are out there and how to use them. So I say it again. If you want to pay interest to earn interest, you want your money protected with a 0% floor, you want a knowledgeable agent to help you design one of these policies so that they're set up minimum death benefit, maximum cash value, and the index options diversified, the interest rates minimal, you need to work with Power3 Financial. Reach out to us. We specialize in this stuff. That's what we're doing. That's what we're good at. Now, the be your own bank concept is what is so popular right now on TikTok, on Instagram. And the be your own bank concept involves an IUL. The IUL has this death benefit that as you're funding the policy, as you're accumulating money, as you're growing your cash value, the death benefit that's hanging over your head is your collateral. It says, hey, you are good for the money inside this cash value because you have this death benefit hanging over your head. So if you have a cash value that you're ready to borrow from and you go and you request a loan, the loan that you get is the insurance company's money. It is not your money. Now, you will see an outstanding loan balance in your policy, but you will not see the overall value of your policy decrease. The overall value will stay the same. So if we have 50 grand in our cash value and 50 grand in the account value and you pull out 20,000, only the cash value goes down. Account value stays the same. You pull out this money. It's the insurance company's money. You use it and you want to pay it back. You pay it back with interest. Both accounts are going up. When you pay back that interest, it adds to your account value. You replenish the cash value. Both of these accounts now increase. But let's say you didn't pay the loan back yet, right? You have the loan out, your account value's up here, and it's time to be credited interest for the year. Even though that loan is outstanding, you're going to earn interest on the entire value of the policy. So if you pulled out 20 grand, you haven't paid it back, you're still gonna earn interest on that 20 grand as if it is in your policy. And that is the be your own bank concept and earning uninterrupted compound interest. And that's not even considering the 0% floor. That is what makes these IULs so special. Now, there are other cash value life insurance policies out there that you can be your own bank with. Term insurance is not one of them. Term policies are not used for be your own bank. They do not grow a cash value. 
a term policy lasts for a limited amount of time and then goes away. For example, term policy with half a million dollars of death benefit coverage. You pay $30 a month. There is no cash value accumulating. That 500 grand would go to your family if you were to pass away. Hopefully, the term policy has those living benefits that I mentioned, where if you were to get injured or ill, a portion of that half a million dollars would be transferred to you to help cover medical expenses. But sometimes they don't have living benefits and it is just death benefit coverage. Now, if that term policy is a 30-year term policy, on year 31, coverage is gone. You don't pay for the policy anymore. You no longer have life insurance. It's like renting a death benefit. It's like renting protection for your family. And then it goes away. I personally will only work with term policies that have living benefits. The term policies that I work with and that I offer to my clients, they are convertible into an IUL at any point. If you have a 30-year term policy and at year 20, you want an IUL now, you can switch over and have a permanent insurance policy. This is not typical of all term policies. And again, if you want something like this, please come reach out to Power3 Financial. But that's a term policy. The IUL was meant to replace term policies. A lot of people say, you know, buy the term policy for the 30 years, pay your 30 bucks a month or whatever it is, and use the extra money to invest in the stock market. Well, a lot of people struggle with actually putting the rest of the money into the stock market. The stock market is complicated. It's also very risky. There is no safety net in the stock market. And we all know that the education system did not teach us how to invest. So buy term and invest the rest. Not my favorite. No, no yellow stamp for me. Honestly, the buy term and invest the rest, if I had to call out an ass for today's show, that idea would get it. <laughs> the idea is an ass. Now, other insurance policies that you could use for be your own bank would be something like a traditional whole life. Traditional Whole Life is the OG Be Your Own Bank product. The original name for Be Your Own Bank was the infinite banking concept, and this is still used quite quite a bit. But Be Your Own Bank, infinite banking concept, exact same idea, but the infinite banking concept is more so associated with Whole Life, whereas Be Your Own Bank is more so associated with the IUL. However, they can both do the same thing. What's funny to me is that a lot of Whole Life agents have an issue with IUL agents saying that an IUL can do the infinite banking concept and vice versa. When I first got into the industry, it was like you had to pick a side. You're either an IULer or you're a whole life person. And at first I was sold on the IUL. I didn't want to I didn't want to talk about whole life. But the more that I got into the industry, the more that I talked to people, the more I learned about whole life. Now Power3 Financial is a hub that specializes in both. We specialize in both IUL and whole life. The only thing is that whole life is very different from the IUL. And I'm going to do a quick comparison here for you guys. Traditional whole life, very simple, a lot of guarantees and a lot of fixed rates. The first thing that's fixed in a whole life policy is the amount of interest that you earn every year. When you purchase a whole life policy, you will know ahead of time that this policy or this product earns a guaranteed 4% interest rate that's it. Whereas if we go back to the IUL, IUL might earn 0% one year, it might earn 4% another year, and then it might earn 25%. 
it's all over the place. We have huge years. We have small years. Your whole life policy earns 4%. It does not change. Now, the interest rate to borrow money from your whole life policy to be your own bank is always going to be higher than the amount of interest you're earning. So if you're earning your guaranteed 4% interest inside your whole life policy, to borrow money in the form of a loan, of course, it's going to cost you 4.5%. So every time that you take a loan out, you're netting a negative 0.5% interest rate. I mean, 0.5% interest, not so bad. However, you're always netting that. You cannot not pay the interest back. So you pull out a loan, you need to have a plan to immediately put the money back and pay the interest back. The difference between paying the loans back between IUL and traditional whole life is when you pay the interest back into a whole life policy, that money is given to the insurance company. Whereas with your IUL, that extra interest goes back to you. Because you net negative in a whole life policy, that interest is not yours. It costs you to be able to loan money from your cash value in a whole life policy compared to an IUL. You're really borrowing from yourself. You're not netting negative. And so when you pay the interest back, that's money that you could borrow again. That being said, the growth on your whole life policy is much slower than an IUL. But if you put in 50 grand into a whole life policy, you're going to have 50 grand inside your whole life policy. You're just not going to accumulate so much more, which is why whole life policies and these products are really, really great for people who have a lot of money. Someone with a net worth, you know, of several millions can throw a hundred grand into a whole life policy and then on year two throw another hundred grand and in two years have a fully functioning $200,000 asset that they're borrowing from and leveraging. IUL needs a little bit more time. We can't just throw these $200,000 lump sums into an IUL. We need more like five of them to really make sure the policy is filled up and it's collateralized. So your whole life policy, great for big money going in to have it all accessible, not great for growth, great for guarantees for really understanding how your policy will perform in the future, but really not going to see this accumulation or the idea of paying interest to earn more. So IUL, whole life, both great products. I specialize in both. Power3 Financial specializes in both which is, again, something you want to look for when you are working with an insurance agent. If they only can talk about whole life or they can only talk about IULs, there's no good way to determine if they're really making the best recommendation for you. If they don't fully understand both products, how could they know that in your situation, one is better than the other? I didn't start off this way and neither did Power3 Financial, but it became so obvious that to choose one was not in the best interest of my clients, was not in the best interest of the people that wanted to talk to me, who wanted to learn more and get more information. I had to specialize in both. I had to be able to give each person the correct product. And so while they are both fantastic, they both have their specific uses, they aren't a one-size-fits-all. And working with somebody who can help you figure out which product you should go with is the best strategy of all. Now, there is another type of cash value life insurance out there called the VUL or a variable universal life insurance policy. Now, I do not work with variable universal life insurance policies because you have to have a different license 
to work with VULs. You need to be an investment advisor because if any insurance policy was going to be compared to an investment, it would be the VUL. The VUL does not have a 0% floor. It still mimics the growth of the market and we're able to earn stock market-like gains, but we lose just like the stock market does in a VUL. The VUL is very similar to the IUL, just without that 0% floor. The VUL is also something that high net wealth individuals are intrigued by and they're inclined to purchase one and see how they like it. I personally... If you want an investment, you want to earn based off the stock market, I would go invest in the stock market. If you want to get a life insurance policy to accumulate money and to protect your money, then an IUL is the best way to go. Well, I would like to give a special thanks to the IUL for being today's asset and my favorite asset of all time. To the listeners, I hope this was helpful. I hope you guys have a better understanding of IULs and Believe me, this is not the last time we're going to talk about what's an IUL, how does it work, and how do you get one. And if I haven't mentioned already, you get one by reaching out to Power3 Financial. And if you want to learn more, make sure you're here next week for the You're an Asset podcast where we find out who's an asset in the financial industry and who's just an ass. If you want to find me on TikTok or Instagram, you can find me by typing in at Casey the Dollar. And if you want to find Power 3 Financial, just type in at Power 3 Financial. All the links you need are linked below. If you want to talk about getting a policy or get more information specific to your case, send us an email or go to our website at www.power3financial.com. Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Asset Podcast is not giving financial advice. We are not licensed financial advisors and our licensing is strictly in insurance products. The information that we talk about is specific to the products that we work with. We cannot guarantee that other agents will have the same product features that we discuss on the show.